Everybody, welcome to the show. This is Reservations. I'm Jeremy Blair, and I'm Rain Whalen, and uh, we are we're back for part two. Part two, man. Part um, two and three. So we promise, or at least we're gonna try. Hopefully, this time we're not just gonna be like, "Yeah, man, the movie was good." Yeah, hey, that movie's good, right? Hey, uh, movies, you, huh? This is a movie. Oh, movies, huh? I like those. It's like yeah. the, the uh, Gabriel Gundecker. <laughs> I. Can't get enough of this. Oh, it's over? Oh. This music. Oh, okay. I showed Haley that this morning. Dude. The uh, guy who loves music. That, I think, is one of his best bits. That or his, um, like, all the, like, the side-by-side videos of his, like, like, the whole, like, when your parents won't let you go to the movies, but it's okay because you live in the United States. <laughs> and they're like, oh, God bless. Him. Yeah, that was really good. But yeah, I don't know. That bit is the best. Like, you know, I, I can't wait to have kids because uh, I'm, I'm going to let them listen to music too. <laughs> oh, this is my favorite part. Oh, it's over? Oh, it's over. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, shout out to Gabriel Gundecker, man. Go check out his stuff, man. It's really He has a, a bit. We'll get to this. We'll get to it in a second. But <laughs> <laughs> We're just filling time right now. He has a bit that uh where he just says in different iterations like i keep going to the coin star <laughs> oh you've told me about this and, it, and it's not working like i go to the coin star and it's never working so it's like i every time i go to the coin star it's broken it's not working it's <laughs> it's all sex i'll go to like i'll find a coin star somewhere and i'll take a picture of it send it to kale or someone and <laughs> he'll go is it working is it working is it working I bet you it's not. <laughs> so anyway, uh, well, Gabriel I mean, Gundecker. And most go. places have removed them, so. Yeah, Gabriel Gundecker. Go check out his, uh, go check out his stuff. Really yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, everyone, welcome back to part two of our end of season series, the Before Trilogy. Yep. Before Sunset. Yeah. Um. So Jeremy, uh, as we were kind of talking about off mic, I, I could see why you like this one more. It's my favorite one. And um, I, I liked it a little bit more too. Okay. Than than uh, before sunrise. It's a lot shorter. It yeah. is a lot shorter. But I mean, only by like twenty minutes. I guess it just feels shorter. I, I, it does feel. I I, I yeah. I because at one point I was like, oh, I wonder how much more I have. And I was like, oh, I'm halfway through the movie already. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um. I think it's because this one's in real time. It is. It is. Uh, instead of us kind of jump cutting at different points, right. as with the first one, we're actually following them throughout this day. Right. Because he has to catch a flight. Soon. Soon. And so it's... Which, spoilers, he probably didn't. He probably didn't. But uh, one of my favorite lines, by the way. But, yeah, you know, instead of having an entire night, right? They just more so have, like, an afternoon. Yeah, they have, like, an hour and a half. Yeah. And, um, you know, I even though I've loved Before Sunrise, uh, something about this one, and I think the reason why I like it a little bit more, and maybe it's the same for you, is it gets this one gets a little bit more real, even though last week I said that the movie feels very real and it could happen. I still believe that, but yeah. I think what I mean by real is they talk more about real things, and I think it's yeah. because it's a conversation of people catching up, 
rather yes. than getting to know one. Yeah, not only is it catching up, but I feel like it's it's a reconnection and also sort of a evaluation of how their lives have have gone and where it can go, right? Because yeah. uh, Jesse, I think in the back of his head, there was a a very small chance he's like, I'm never going to see her again. Mm. I, you know, he puts on that face where he's like, yeah, I wrote it so I can meet you again. Write this book. Yeah. Um, and in hopes that we could meet again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. Like he, he's genuinely surprised to see her at the, uh, at that book signing thing. Yeah. Book, yeah. A, a meet a and book greet, tour. Uh, yeah. It's a book a, tour. A Q&A meeting and is at the yeah. bookstore. Um, but also I think I love this one so much because. I'm not being introduced to these people anymore. No. It, I know these people. And and what I liked is Linklater, it's almost they pick up right where they left off. Right. And and, and I think that's what I, what I really liked the most about it. So, so like I said, everyone, we're going to try not to just be like, man, it was so good. Hey, it was good. And, but it was. It was <laughs> but really it, it good. It was really good. good. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think we're going to be able to make this one better than that because now we have more context, I guess. Yeah. So... So let's kind of catch everyone up to what they've been doing yeah. for the past nine years. I think the, I, for me anyway, the first time I saw it, I remember being very disappointed that Jesse's married. Yes. Yeah. I, I thought the same thing. And I'm not going to lie to you the whole time. And of course, it's not until the almost the very end of the movie, the whole time I'm like, when are we going to talk about this? Yeah, because he you can see his ring. And that's why, that's how you know he's married. He doesn't tell... Uh, Celine right off the bat. And and he's being very... And again, testament to Linklater making a very real movie. It's coming up very naturally. You see his hands coming up when he's talking. And you blatantly see yeah. his wedding ring. And, you know, again, the first time I saw it, I go, oh, man. You and, know? Oh, man. Oh, man. Shit. My fan fiction didn't work out. Yeah, I wrote all this stuff and it's wrong. <laughs> I Yeah, I was very... I was genuinely disappointed because, you know... If you're like me, you want these people to be together. You want this. Them. This was the original, uh, the shipping. Like you, you want them to be together. I want them to be together so no. bad. And spoilers, they they do. Oh my god! And and when you see his ring, you're like, oh, I'm like, oh. What? yeah, I yeah, I agree. I was like, I was like, fuck. Yeah. No. Yeah. Fuck. I know. But we still have one more movie. We'll get there. We do have one more movie to go. But <laughs> so yeah, so. Uh, Again, I, I love the fact that I already know these people. I'm mm-hmm. getting to see them again. And I could only imagine what it was like seeing this, you know, waiting the nine years. Not right. knowing you were waiting nine years. Right. Not 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 really realizing, like, oh, my God, like, there was another one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, as we kind of talked about last week, of uh, people who saw this in the theaters and were just like, oh, that's it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure, uh, you know, for assholes like us who get to see it, in real time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Assholes like us who can just pop in the next one. You're like, right. all right, cool. Sequel time. It's it's like my mom watching a show I've recommended to her. And, and that you've already seen all oh, the way. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, she's up, she becomes obsessed. And I go, now let me tell you this. Not only did I have to wait a week in between each one, but a year in between seasons. She goes, I couldn't do that. Oh. I go, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, uh, like with my whole thing of uh, uh, Ted Lasso, when when I finally watched Ted Lasso, and you're like, oh yeah, now imagine having to wait every yeah, single week. Yeah, imagine having to wait because in you know when mom, I got mom into Dexter, she was like, I couldn't do it. 
I go, yeah, I know you couldn't do it. And I'm very jealous that you get to watch them all in a row. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, so that's anyway, what I... Yeah. Uh, imagining waiting, right? Yeah. And especially from this one to the next one, that would be the hardest because you... Uh, you know, you're not sure if they're going to do another one, but they are. And it's not a year or two. It's nine. Right. Yeah. Um, anyway. So what have they been up to? Uh, quite a bit. Quite. Yeah. It would seem. Um, Jesse in very link later fashion has written a book based on the evening he had with Celine. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has the book. It's in her apartment. You have to look for it, but it's there. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I figured. And she read. I mean, it's not a. It's not a secret. She read the book. She knows the book. She uh, yeah. was aware of it. Yeah, I, I figured because you know I I get that it was probably kind of like throwaway dialogue, but she you know with her like oh I read it twice. Yeah. So I, I figured she. I kind of wish that had been left a little ambiguous. Uh, like had she read it or and not? then see it at the apartment when they go. Yeah. Right? I feel like that would have been pretty cool. That would have been an interesting. But then, but then we wouldn't have gotten our so much our, our big blow up at the right, end. Right, right, right. So much uh, discussion comes from the them, book. Yeah, yeah. Them both have knowledge of the book, right? Yeah. Um. So that I mean, it makes sense. I just like little surprises like that. I like yeah. little bitty, you know, tidbits of information, you know, with my eyes. Instead of dialogue. Yeah. Instead of my ear holes. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey Hollywood, quit spoon feeding Jeremy. Yeah, he doesn't like it. I don't. But this is a spoon feeding. It's yeah. just, you know, I thought that would have been cool, but it's fine. Um, it but, definitely doesn't hurt my enjoyment of the film. No. It's my favorite of the three. But uh, anyway, yeah, so he's he's written this bestseller of of what happened between them nine years ago. Yeah. Uh, he's on a book tour, and he, as we both didn't like, he is... We're going to say it in quotes, happily married, happily married with a four-year-old son. He is, well, he's married. Happily, that's up for debate. But, yeah. And it, it isn't up for debate because he says it's not. But uh, he is married and he does have a, a, son. a son. Yes. Uh, so Jesse's been, he's been through a lot already. Um, Celine has gone, and I, 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 I kind of saw, I was like, you know, she's going to probably be in an opposite direction to him. And she is. She's a works for an environmental kind of activist agency. Yeah. Um, and she's very much in the trenches trying to actually really make the world a better place for people. Yeah. Uh, as where Jesse's just talking about the uh, pretty much the one night stand he had. Yeah. Reliving that every day. Yeah, pretty much. And what's so um, what's so interesting is that. Um, this plays out in the way that Linklater wanted the first one to play out. Okay. Right? Because, um, so when he had met that girl, right? Mm-hmm. He had met that girl. Oh, and, what, yeah. we, what we talked about last week. Yeah. In, and I don't remember. It was Philadelphia, I think. Um, in Philly. And they, you know, they had that night together and never saw each other again. Right? And he was hoping that... He found out in this movie that she had that she had passed. died yeah a year or so before the first one came out we're talking like 92 or 93 she had died mm-hmm. um and he found out here i think uh, making this one so um, yeah so putting him putting himself a little bit in the character of Jesse of hoping like, okay, if I make this one, maybe she'll see it. And... Or something like that, you know. But I think it's more of, you know, I think he found out 
you know, before finishing the movie, I think. I, you know, I don't think it was... You well, know, and it, it kind of explains why there's sort of this... And it's... And I like that it's not very prevalent, but it is sort of... The, there's this air of sadness around mm-hmm. Jesse and Celine. I think so. And I think that's because, you know, they... They never got that. They never met up six months after, yeah. you know, they they met each other, right? It's mm. Jesse showed up. Um, yeah, which I wasn't expecting. I for sure thought they both flaked. I, 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 I had the suspicion that Celine, that neither one of them actually showed up in six months. Um, but the thing about Jesse is he's an ooey gooey gushy romantic. Even though he, he tries to play hard cynical but here's the thing is that that was true in the first movie that he was that he was trying to play it off like he's got this harder exterior yeah. shell not anymore and what's more is that Celine has become more of a pessimist mm-hmm. when it comes to this stuff where she wasn't before right yeah. I think that you know that's sort of this which is a brilliant turn a small way to show that they've changed in these nine years right she has become more pessimistic for for a few things, right? Mm. They have... I don't remember the fucking conversation. I wish I'd written it down. Um, but they were they were talking about something, and she was, you know, very... She was pessimistic about it. And well, then, pretty much... Are you referring to when she's talking about how, like, you know, her photo, photojournalist boyfriend is pretty much always gone, and even though she misses him like crazy when he's gone, she prefers to be alone maybe i or, or i don't remember but i, I but remember no, yeah, no, i remember I, thinking oh that's interesting because jesse was kind of because it reminded me of the palm reader yes yeah. the palm reader it was the opposite right? yeah well, yeah where where jesse was very much like oh no she's full of shit and right. selena was like well no like like believing in some sort of magic right and i think it was the einstein quote uh-huh Right? I think so. And that's what they were talking about. And, you know, believing in some sort of magic in the world, right? And Because he's asking her about, do you believe in ghosts? Do you believe in this? And she's like, no, no, no. And he's like, okay, well, what about astrology? Yeah. And and so uh, she's very... And which is odd because if she were still like she was... Back in '94, mm-hmm. um, she would probably have some sort of optimistic view of of these things that Jesse's talking about, which he has an optimistic view now. Yeah, as where he kind of right. didn't nine years ago. Right. Again, it's this subtle growth in character or growth and change, I guess. Yeah. Not necessarily growth or the opposite of growth. Um, it's growth. the opposite of growth. Uh, you know, they're not getting immature, and they're not necessarily maturing, which they are, but. I think that their their characters are just changing over time. Yeah. And we're going to see it again in the next job. It's, but it's more so like their characters are just really learning to adapt you know, to, to their surroundings. Which is so brilliant to do it this way to show that human beings do change their minds or mm. have a change of heart or think about something in a new way and now it's become their main way of thinking or whatever. Right? That's how people are. Right? Right. Where characters know. Right? Characters mm-hmm. from one movie to the next don't usually change, really. You yeah. know, they're they are their character and that's why they're their character, right? Mm-hmm. But in, in this, they're people. 
Right. Yeah. And again, adding to that, that realism, you know, and, and I liked that the conversations weren't as, I guess I would say philosophical as they were before sunrise. Mm-hmm. I, I liked the conversations were more down to earth about, you know, how have you been? What have you been up to? Uh, and I could see where Julie Delpy, Del, Delpy? Delpy? Yeah. And, and Ethan um, wrote sort of dialogue for their characters because it, it also felt like how they were speaking to each other it was much more natural. Um, like, you know, when she would pause a thought to say, like, oh, we're going over here. Uh, and then pick yes. back up. Uh, yes, the thought that I loved because it's it seemed like we said a million times last week very natural, right? Where mm. this is, you know, they don't know where they're going, or Jesse doesn't know where he's going. Is it oh, are we going over here, right? And then they keep talking. It's it's again sort of this voyeuristic. I'm eavesdropping, right, on these people's conversation. Now I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I felt the opposite this ah, time around. You felt the opposite this time because I actually I really I enjoyed that. Linklater did something a little bit different with the camera this time. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're still following them, but he's using different angles. Like uh-huh. when we're seeing sort of like an overhead shot of them from like a staircase or like we're hearing them in the car before we're in the car with them. Mm-hmm. I, I was really enjoying that. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, I still I still really liked Before Sunrise, but I, I really liked how he was almost evolving the conversation with the camera as mm-hmm. well. Like it is almost like the, the conversation that they're having and the camera were going hand in hand. Yeah. So I, the, I, yeah, I agree. I would say that there was a little more, it was more cinematic. Yes. The camera. There, this I time. mean, that's pretty much what it's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was more, cine- it, it was less documentary, uh, documentary. Yeah. Style then, this time. And it was more cinematic. I agree. But again, it, it's just, you know, it also has to deal with it being in real time. Yeah. Too, that makes it feel like I'm really eavesdropping this time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. I agree with that. Do you know the longest take? The the longest scene? Uh, one continuous shot? Sorry. Uh, was it when they were in the park? Like in I she... think so. I was just going to tell you how long it was. <laughs> oh, okay. It didn't say. But, and also, I, I was paying attention, but I didn't have a stopwatch on me or anything. But it's 11 minutes. 11 minutes... Um, start to finish, no cut, just talking, which I is wanna, incredible. To I want to say it was the one in the park, like when she's, Probably. when they're like on the topic of, you know, like sex and and stuff like that, which, uh, <laughs> uh, when they're when they're talking about that, like you know, talking about how like one of her friends said that she was gonna start giving like a questionnaire oh, to right. her lovers, yeah. All, and then, you know, she go, pretty much kind of insults Jesse by saying, like, you know, but men are easy. Yeah. You know, all I could think of, and I know you're going to hate this, is because uh, he, he kind of says the same thing as uh, Pete Davidson's stand-up when he's talking about that, mm-hmm. about, like, women should feel comfortable telling a man how to, you know, enjoy themselves. And he's like, but, you know, guys, you just yank on it. <laughs> and I feel like that's yeah. pretty much what, uh, Celine was saying, "Yeah, is it like, yeah, like women are more complex and got you just, you just yank on it." You know what I think is, <laughs> wait, I'm ignoring you. I know. Uh, you know what I think makes this one more different in the way that you like this time uh-huh. is that no one's trying. I mean, yes, they they are 
I guess, trying to woo the other one. Mm-hmm. But not really, because there is that... There is the marriage in between them, right? You're right. They, they, and a four-year-old. Right. They both have someone, mm-hmm. right? Which wasn't like that before, right? Yeah. And... Um, you know, as as much as I'm as I'm sure people are saying, well, what does that matter? Um, I think it matters to Jesse. At least a little bit, right? A little. A little. Not a lot. We see that. Especially at the end. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we And it matters to Celine as well. But I, not in like the way that like you and I. Right. It's mm-hmm. like if it, girls don't hit on me, but if they did, I'd be like, yo, man, back the fuck up. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yo, man. Yo, dude. You you need to take about five or six steps back the fuck up. Yeah. Get away from me. Um, <laughs> but with them, they're so connected. Right. And, you know, I know this isn't a, a movie about people cheating. Right. No, no. And that's not what this is. It, of course, that's always looming over. I think if you're if you're focusing on their relationship status at the mm-hmm. time. Yeah, it's it's almost like Linklater was saying, like, look, yeah, like yes, they're both in relationships now, and yes, nine years ago they felt a very deep love for one another, but they're not going to make the other, you know, cheat or right. break. You know, promises. It's almost like Linklater is saying these are human. This is human nature. Yeah. Uh, and I think, and I, and I, it, if that's the case, then I agree. Because, you know, Jesse doesn't. Yes, he makes a few jokes about yeah. them having sex, but he doesn't act on anything. No. He uh, is very upfront with her about having a son. Because she, you know, she brings up like, hey, so I, I read that you were married and had a kid. And he was like, yeah, you know, uh, Henry, he's four. He's just awesome. And, you know, and then, of course, and I really want to talk about when he talks about his wife, but we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and then we get the end of the movie, which you said is your favorite. It is. Where he pretty much. And it is very reminiscent of. Um, which is I alluded to last week the uh, listening booth, yes, uh, scene, right? Yes. Um, did you were you picking up on that? Uh, at Sorry, the, at everyone. The, oh Jesus! Uh, at the end when uh, she's um, telling her Nina Simone stories, mm-hmm. uh, right? It, to me, that's very much the same energy as what was in the listening booth in the first one. Yeah, and as I said off camera, or uh, I f- <laughs> flipped my lid when I was like. Yo, that's a 6CD changer, dog. Because <laughs> I had one exactly like it. Wow. Uh, this is the best part of the early 2000s, man. Jesus. Play six CDs in one thing. What? <sighs> but see, but then the problem is you got to pick which six. Right, you do have to. Yeah. You want on heavy rotation. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and you always accidentally forgot which one was in what. So you'd hit like three and it would play the wrong CD. And you're like, fuck. At least that was me in my case. I didn't have a 16 either. Uh, uh, well, I, I had a five, but oh, still. Yeah, well, that's not the same. <laughs> anyway. But I, but yes, I, but yes, I want to get I, to the end later. But yeah, you know, so do I. Um, yeah, no, no, no. So so my point being is I, I, I don't think Richard was trying to make 
Like, oh, like, <laughs> they're going to cheat. No, I, think yeah. he was, I think he was just trying to show, you know, and, and if to anyone who's seen the movie and feels like he was trying to make a cheating movie, then you, I guess you didn't get it. Yeah, because I, I don't think that... But it, it does... It does affect the way that they talk to one another, right? Yes. And that's what I mean. I mean... The, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that's why it feels so different this time. Because they they they're not really trying to get in each other's pants anymore right yeah not really not yeah not really yeah i mean there's still a little bit of that but uh, you know it's not it's not like um it's not super overt like like the last movie where they wanted to jump each other's bones from the moment they met right it's not it's not like that this time and it also has to do with them being older right yep but they are 32 but you know, it's also just them finding their footing again. If you're finding how to talk to one another, yeah, and yeah. and and kind of picking up on like what offends the other one. And... I'm really glad that um, we that Salim gets to find out very quickly that he did go uh, six months after they had like he actually went. Yeah, right. Uh, because I, you know, I was like, "How long are you gonna like pretend you didn't do it?" Right? Yeah, I yeah, because I love how he was trying to spare her feelings, and he's like, "Oh no, no, I didn't, I didn't yeah. go." Which I was like, I was like, "Oh man, ah well, oh well." And then when she deduces, because you know, she's like, "Wait a minute, why didn't you go?" And then he's like, uh, "She's like, oh, you did." And like, <laughs> oh, like I, that's what I didn't. Say. I was like, "Oh, he yeah. really did." Yeah. Which of course you know she felt bad, and he's like, no, 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 like no, 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 like, and and uh, part of me felt like they were gonna talk about how he was like, no, I was mad at you, but I think hearing that she had a legitimate excuse not for coming, if that was ever in his brain that he wanted to talk to her about, like, yeah, I was mad at you, yeah, I bet that wiped it, like, okay, you know what, I have no reason to be mad at her, right, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like that too, that she very quickly deduces that he, he followed through. Yeah. And he showed up. That yeah. sucks. Yeah. Uh, oh, he, he, he pulled, he did, uh, again, I've been watching how I met your mother. He, he didn't do the, he's not coming. Right. He's not coming. But he said this was, he did show up. Uh, and I love that he was like, yeah, you know, I hung around in Vienna for a couple of days. I, I left you know, posts at the train station. If you got hung up, Oh, did anyone call you? Yeah. A few hookers, but I mean, um, (laughs) yeah. And what, what also, um, is very interesting about this is the idea of these, you know, sort of serendipitous chance encounters. I promised my aunt, I would say the word serendipitous because she loves the movie serendipity. And (laughs) we, I don't remember who's in it. I didn't. Look I was at just about to say. Didi, like, I didn't watch the movie. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it is around this uh, this idea of meeting once, years later, just by chance, running into running each other into again. Each other. Right? It, it's sort of like that, but it's one movie and it's whatever. Um, instead of broken up into three parts, instead of broken up into three parts, it's yeah. one movie and it's whatever. But uh, <laughs> so sorry, Didi. I didn't watch the movie. Um, but the idea that they were both in New York at the same time. Uh, yeah. I, I, right. I, I Isn't that, that was, so interesting? And I love how he was like, no, don't tell me that. Why? Cause I moved there in 98. Yeah. And she was like, <gasps> and then, you know, 
him describing, and this will segue into you wanting to talk about his marriage, him on his way to his wedding and seeing, and, saying and thinking that, that thinking he, that I saw, her, and it might have been. And then she, know? yeah, yeah, like you know, thirteen and Broadway. I lived on Eleventh and Broadway. And yeah, he was and just so like, it is completely possible, and I kind of like to think it was her. I bet it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, I, I know, I know the listeners love it when uh, I disagree with you, but <laughs> no, I agree. I, I, yeah, that is, it's too coincidental for it not to have been her. So yeah, it, it, I, it had to have been her. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah. So it's a great segue into the marriage because I, I had the suspicion. Uh, mm. that he was unhappy in his marriage. Yeah. Um, because of how he talks about his son. Mm. Um, because I could tell that he's got genuine love for his son and he, uh, you wouldn't know what that's like, you know what I mean? No. <laughs> no. Uh, but, you know, but then when he brings up his wife, when he f- is first telling Selena about his son, he says, oh yeah, she's an elementary school teacher and he just kind of quickly... I was like, oh, he's not happy. No. And you wonder if if someone at the bookstore had asked him about his wife. Had he given, like, would, would he have gone into more right. detail? And before he had seen Celine. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if one of the reporters had asked him, or whoever the shit those people were, um, yeah. were asking him, you know, how are things with your wife or whatever. Um, I wonder if he would have given a more flowery answer. Then, like, oh, yeah, yeah, things are great. And yeah. then as soon as he saw Celine, you know what I mean? It's like, who's that bitch? You know what I mean? <laughs> My wife? My what? You know what I mean? She buys so many flowers. And I don't so, know where she gets all these flowers. And so, and so I was, you know, that's, that's you know, an interesting concept to think about because it's like, is it because Celine asked or is it, and is it because now he's getting to talk to Celine again, or is it genuinely he's unhappy? He's unhappy. I think it's genuinely he's unhappy, I think so, too. I I think you... Because he talks about the marriage counseling. He talks about... I I think you are uh, reaching. Yeah, But but that's what we do on this show. Yeah. Um, But no, that is is an interesting thing to think about, because, you know, know, he is being interviewed by these reporters, and so he probably would have had to give some sort of um, vague yet quote-unquote, happy answer about his wife had they asked. Yeah, would he have pretended to be happy? Because he's selling a book. Right. Or, you know what I mean? Like, no, Or no, do no, you yeah. think that he should have pretended to be happy with Celine, right? I think that probably not because, um, you know, they're being very open and honest with one another. That's how they've always been. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so yeah. So when um so they're they're towards the end of the conversation and here we we still have fifteen minutes in the movie. Yeah. Um I wanna get to Celine's freak out, but sure. I, I, but in a second I wanna talk about Jesse's marriage. So so pin everyone, uh Celine has a freak out. We'll come back to that. And Jesse finally because and I love the whole time he's trying to give her his two cents. And I so, so like can, can I can I talk? Um, and he finally, after she kind of calms down, he finally tells her like, look, you know, yes, I'm married. Yes, I have a kid. But I am. He's saying without saying, I'm incredibly unhappy. Yeah. Because he almost says that she's not 
the person that she was when they first met, who she is now. And, and I love, I really do love the line he says of, I don't love her the way she needs to be loved. Hmm. Yeah. Um, because you can tell that even though he is unhappy, he's, he's wanting to try. Yeah. But, you know, it would be now in the modern sense of the uh, love language. You know, he's not using her love language right. for that. You know, so if her love language, is, and I know this because I am married, you know, if hers is words of affirmation, but he doesn't tell her constantly like, hey, you're beautiful and I love you. Right. Then she's going to feel, she's not going to feel the same way. You yeah. Know? And it's, it was just so interesting. You know, that Jesse is essentially staying with her. Um, and again, it's also said without say, being said, out of responsibility for his son. Because mm-hmm. he, again, he does love his son, but I think it's part of him is like, well, I don't want to do this to my son. I don't, even though he says, my son doesn't need to be around that. Because... It's almost implied that I guess he and his wife are fighting too. And it was just, it's just very interesting that he, and I guess it kind of goes back to sort of the idea he had for his other book that when they asked him about, yeah, because I, I kind of was already starting to formulate a theory when he was giving that. I was like, why is he saying stuff like this? And I, and I think it's because of, yeah, of, of, of everything with his wife, you know. And it, it was just, I don't know, I just found that so interesting. So, you know, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's I all it. I can say about it. Yeah. Uh, it was interesting, you know. And it, it almost, you know, and it helps Celine kind of understand where, he, where he's been for the last nine years emotionally. Yeah. Almost, the, even though he loves his son and he lo- he does, to an extent, love his wife, it's almost like he hasn't been the same since that night, nine mm-hmm. years ago. Um, which then plays into Celine's freak out. Yeah. Which, like I said, I wanted to circle back to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Of her whole freak out of, you know, that the book brought up a lot of kind of buried memories because she probably tried to push it down and yeah. forget about it, but she couldn't. Uh, that every guy she dated ends up getting married, and it, this is the part of the movie I think I liked the most. Okay, because Dude, you were gonna love the next one. Go ahead. Okay, <laughs> okay. Not because they're fighting. You know, I hate. I, I was like, oh no, they're fighting. Oh no, oh, no. But it felt more. Kind of what she was saying in the in before sunrise, that conflict is good, mm. and and I liked that. I was like, yeah, they're they're fighting. That's good. Even though I was like, no, don't fight. No, mom and dad are fighting. <laughs> yeah, dad just hit mommy at the dinner table, and we're trying to eat still. <laughs> um, but yeah, and and, and you know, and she goes into how, and I really liked where she was like, no, I, I don't want to be near you right now. Yeah. And he's like, and he so desperately wants. And then, of course, he wants her to understand. He wants to stay with her. Yeah. And then he makes her understand, like, look, you're not happy. I'm not happy. Yeah. But it's almost like they kind of acknowledge that they do have a responsibility in their relation, current relationships. Mm-hmm. Even though 
they both are unhappy. Right. Um, with how their love lives have turned out since that night. Yeah. Uh, I know I just gave like a really long winded <laughs> explanation that had no point to it. Um, like I'm, I'm looking at the audio and yeah, it's welcome just, welcome to the show. It's just all me and your, your audio is like this low. Yeah. But I mean, but I don't know, man, it just, that was the part of the movie that like, I really honed in on it. Cause as I told you, you know, I paid more attention the first watch along, uh, which I watched it as soon as we were done hanging out last night. Oh, last night you watched yeah. it? No, I was so tired. I couldn't do it. Um, which I was actually surprised you texted me back last night. I was like, oh, he's probably already asleep. Anyway. Um, Dude, my stomach was wrecked last night. So I was up. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Uh, so, um, and so I, I looked down for a second and then I heard Celine go, then I read your fucking book. And I was like, wait. Because this is something else I liked about this movie is they don't swear as much. Yeah. It's, it's almost like showing that they have kind of your point sort of matured a little bit. Yeah. I guess we're not fucking maturing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but then when she says, you know, I read your fucking book, I was like, it's, yeah, and the swearing like, is more meant for emphasis this time. I was like, wait a minute, what yeah. happened? And so I rewound it and I just, I just really liked that this, and then, and then they get to her apartment and, and it's, and it's done. That whole part of that conversation, it's, it's done now. Yeah. And they've moved on to, you know, talking about her cat and. I was obsessed with her cat. Dude. Well. Because you love cats, I, I do. I do like cats. They're easy and they're fun, and they're they're the, the fluffy ones feel nice. So yeah, uh, even though they the fluffier ones shed, they do like crazy. You should see my mom's house. Holy shit! Anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, it just I don't know why that part. I really like that. It part. really resonated with you. Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't, I don't know why either. I mean, it's just. I guess because you know. Yes, they disagree in the in the first one, but it's not to that extent, and it, it's it's almost creating a a real honest to god relationship that these two people are in, right? Mm-hmm. These you know it it's less movie like, I guess. No, yeah, yeah, I, Do you yeah, answer? yeah. I mean, because yeah, it didn't you know you it didn't feel like you know we were just watching a scene where two people were having. A disagreement it felt like we were watching two very real people have a disagreement and yep. it, it, it and of course if i didn't say it enough last week you know shout out to ethan hawk and julie delpy man they are yeah their on-screen chemistry is is awesome it's incredible yeah they're both incredible. uh which i you know i can't wait to watch before midnight oh yeah and see what happens in that one yeah um which depending we may need to watch it earlier anyway. So that's fine. Okay. So. Uh, but anyway. Um, okay. So, so let's, oh, have we, have we kind of the boat yet? We kind of, I mean, the boat is, we yada yada over the we boat. Kinda, like we kind of jumped over that a little he bit. He did a, um, a little link later shout out. Um, when he gets on the boat, mm-hmm. uh, Ethan Hawk goes, all right, all right, all right. When they get on the boat. And of course that's, a, a shout out not only to McConaughey but to Days and Confused, which yeah. is uh, yeah. Well, didn't McConaughey ad lib that a little? Yeah, bit? he did. Yeah, but yeah. it's so it's so iconic that it's you know it's it, and yeah. of course Linklater that was that was his movie so he's you know yeah. Uh, 
last week I said uh, Linklater, unlike a lot of directors, doesn't have you know significant tropes, but he has significant phrases and iconic moments. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that one he. Oh, I, I bet Ethan Hawk just you know was it was just like hey hey but, let's throw it in there like hey hey Richard watch this yeah all right all right all right and he's like and, and the Richard's like oh, nice or Jesus Christ. <laughs> like either way. <laughs> like, <sighs> like, uh, like we still like it's the script are we still rolling God damn it okay God. all right just leave it in then God yeah and I really <laughs> do like that scene on the boat because it's um it's it's cool to get to see a lot of Paris. Yeah, and I, um, I think that was another reason why I like this one a little bit more. Cause, as I, because I like the setting. Um, I don't know shit about Vienna. So neither do I. I just when know they were walking through Vienna, I go, I don't know what the hell. They could have been anywhere. You know what I mean? To me, yeah. Uh, this I just know Vienna's American. I just yeah. know Vienna's in Germany, Austria. See, there you go. <laughs> hey, well, hey, we went to public school. We did go to public school, guys. Um, <laughs> So that's why like he private didn't, school's any better. That's why he didn't know that. But that's fine. Uh, yes, Vienna's in Austria. But this one, I was like, oh, Paris. I know things I know about Paris. Of things in Paris. <laughs> yes, I've never been, but I know about it. So um, I've seen Hunchback. I know what's going on. <laughs> oh my god! I love Hunchback and Notre Dame. Anyway. Shout out to our bonus episode <laughs> from season five with Alba. Oh boy, that <laughs> that was. I do deeply regret the footage was lost. <laughs> yeah. Because that was before she liked being around me. Oh, yeah. Uh, she was not having it. Yeah, she, yeah, she did not want me there. But yeah, so um, we get to see, you know, Notre Dame. We get to see, uh, you know, yeah. whatever. And thank God, dude, when I saw Notre Dame, I was like, man, thank God it's still standing. Oh, I know. Supposedly they're going to make a movie about, like, those events. Oh, interesting. Uh I don't know who's going to be in it. But anyway, yeah. Uh, and I always forget that that's what the back of Notre Dame looks like mm-hmm. because the the, uh, the bell towers are so iconic too. Yeah. Um, but luckily, you know, to to help people who've never been to Paris, they're like, yeah, so Notre Dame. Yeah, and I, you know, I just like them on the boat and, you know, it's, well, it's a it, short boat ride to wherever they're going. And I, yeah. <laughs> that little, it, that bit of her... You know, explaining where they're going yeah henry uh henry the uh, fourth like quah or whatever and he's like why what what she's like, like henry fourth you couldn't have said that you couldn't have said henry fourth <laughs> thanks a lot you know that that bit was funny and um just you know celine being uncomfortable because it's it's a tourist thing you know mm-hmm. like it's embarrassing i live here i don't want to do this shit which makes complete sense because i'm like i People ask me, I have, I have been here more than once. Are you ready for this? Okay. Because people want to go. And um, they're like, hey, I know that George Bush's childhood home is here. Do you want to go do that? And, and I said, yeah, sure, I guess. So I've been like fucking three times. And I used to do... Commu- recently! I used to do uh, necessarily community service there, but I was a volunteer there for a little bit. Yeah. I worked the cash register. Uh, it's very boring. My point is... Is that native? So okay, quit making native people do touristy things. Like New Yorkers have never probably been to the Empire State Building or to the Statue of Liberty. You know why? Because they live there. I had never been to George Bush because I live here. I don't do stuff like that. Yeah. You know here why? You know I live here. Who cares? 
So it, it I, I identified with Selena uh, well, that I moment. Think, I think the only exception, uh, and this only goes for people in Texas, I think the only exception are people in San Antonio doing the river walk. Uh, that's different. Yeah, you're right. That's different. Because, because there's stuff to do there. Yes. Yeah. So many dope-ass restaurants. Yeah, there's stuff to do there. It's That's different. Because it's like... Because I, fucking, they serve... Because... No, they don't. Never mind. I was gonna. I haven't not been in years. Yeah, neither have I. The last time I went was uh, Ashley and I's honeymoon, uh, almost four years ago. Wow, it's been fifteen years, probably. Goddamn. So. Okay, but no, yes. Yeah, so, so if I'm gonna be honest, that's the only thing I didn't catch in the movie. Oh, okay. I didn't really I, like. I remember her saying like, "Oh, it's a touristy thing." Yeah, and then she's like, but then she comes around, right? And she goes, "This is nice," <laughs> you know. And it is. It's a boat ride. Boat rides are fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah, as long as you don't get seasick. I mean, sure. I don't do, know. You, do you get seasick? No, I don't think so. Cool. Yeah. No, I've been on boats. No, I don't, I don't get seasick. Um, so, <laughs> when we get to her apartment. Yes. Uh, yeah, I was. I was. I figured we were going to save that. Uh, seeing her apartment, which, uh, Selena's got a dope-ass apartment. It is very cool. It does seem very studio apartment-ish because her bed is in the middle of the living room. Yeah. Um, but it is nice. Right, it's very colorful. It's vibrant. It's, you know, got a lot of personality. Yeah, it's definitely Celine's apartment. Oh, for sure. You know. Yeah. Um, and and, and were those real photos of, of Julie Delpy when she was a a child? Good question. Probably. Yeah, because I mean, when 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 he asks her like, "Oh, is this your grandma?" That really did look like a very young like, yeah, Julie. But, I mean, anyway, I just. If if they really were her old like family photos, that's awesome. That's a great, in my opinion, attention. Yeah, to good detail. art design. Yeah. Okay, so first off, the song it's beautiful. I love it. Her oh song. yeah, we didn't mention. Um, there's a, a kind of uh, what you think is a throwaway line about her saying how she wished she had, you know, makes more time to write songs and play her guitar. Uh, it finally comes back around. Ethan Hawke. Uh, Jesse begs her, yeah, just play me one of your songs. And so she says, I've got three in English. Uh, I don't remember the other two, but then she says, She's one about her cat. Oh, yeah, one about her cat. <laughs> yeah. And she says, uh, The third one's a waltz. And he's like, The waltz. Yes. And it, it reminds me of Take This Waltz, uh, Leonard Cohen. It, her song is very Leonard Cohen esque, mm-hmm. uh, which I love because I love Leonard Cohen. Yeah, dude. And her he's song mo- is he's more than Hallelujah. He is a lot more than Hallelujah. Go check because out he, Leonard Cohen. Hates that song now. Well, he's dead. But yes. Leonard Cohen's dead? Yes. Oh my God. He died a few years ago. So anyway, um, Jesus Christ. Uh, I love Leonard Cohen very, very much. Go check out his stuff. Uh, my favorites, probably Suzanne. There's Take This Waltz, which is great. There's So Long Marianne. There's Sisters of Mercy. I mean, guys, go check out Leonard Cohen's stuff. Okay. So <laughs> anyway, her, her song was very reminiscent of that, which yeah. I, I liked. And I liked that, you know, it's... Which, of course, it had to be, but I don't know if some filmmakers would have done this, like, ADR, right? Like, had her sing in a studio and just overlay it, right? But well, she's this got is a definitely, great voice. Yeah, I know. This is definitely live. Oh, right? yeah. Uh, which the, the listeners on the podcast uh, will get to actually hear. Yes. Um, I mean, no, yeah, we'd probably get striked if I did it on YouTube. So if you want to hear the actual song, hop over to wherever you listen to the podcast and uh, just listen to if we didn't use it as the intro or the... We're going to use it as the end, so... Okay, so listen to the end. Because we're going to do the whole thing. Or the whole thing in the movie. So...
Anyway. Cool. Uh, yeah. So, well, and she's got, dude, I was thoroughly, thoroughly impressed, you know, cause you know, not, not a lot of actors, uh, can sing very well or play the guitar very well or play the guitar. And, and, and Julie, I mean, she crushed it. I mean, the, the only other time I've been blown away is with Oscar Isaac in Inside Lewin Davis. Oh, I have. Shout out <laughs> to our Inside Lewin Davis episode. Yeah. Cause I mean, not only is his singing fairly good right but his guitar playing is incredible he's, he's crushing the guitar and so did julie and it, it's this folk sort of style guitar playing where you're having to do multiple things at the same time you're having to do rhythm and bass mm-hmm. at the same time right which i've always been impressed with i don't know how you can split your brain that way um yeah man it's something about guitar playing dude yeah and it, you know it's a thing you have to do on the piano one hand has to do one thing, the other hand has to do another. That that the shit, piano is way more. Confusing. That shit's crazy to me. But anyway, she it's does crazy. a great job. Yeah, um, she's great. I wonder if she still plays. Um, I don't know. You should call her. Should uh, someone uh, someone tweet her? <laughs> if she even has Twitter, she probably doesn't. Yeah, if someone French tweet her and we'll see. French tweeter. Yeah. Oh my God. Um. So, but my, my absolute favorite thing about this, well, one of my favorite things about this scene in particular is they talk about Nina Simone. I love Nina Simone. Yeah, dude. Um, uh, and again, another artist who is more than her most popular song, which is, uh, Sinner Man. Yes. Which is a great song. It's a great song, but she is, she's so much more than just that one song. Completely agree. Um, Um, check out, um, what happened, Miss Simone on netflix uh, it's a great documentary about her career and the life of nina simone so um and the title comes from a maya angelou poem so shout out to maya angelou yeah boom she's more than just uh <laughs> god could you imagine i i've i've always wanted to read maya angelou's poems but i she's more than just i know what the cage bird sings that was the one i was looking. oh for. okay she's more than just that guys Okay. She's more than that. Go check out her other stuff. And I don't have time to tell you all this stuff, but I know it. So anyway. Um, but I want to know if you know. I am such a big fan of Nina Simone's. Um, partly because of that documentary. It's so good. Okay. Um, but I just like that they're, you know, discussing her and, and of course, her recent passing. and Yeah, because uh, you know. uh, yeah, Jesse says, like, I wish I could have seen her live. And then uh, I do like that Celine does kind of this sort of... Uh, um, braggy, a humble brag. Like, humble brag. Oh, uh, well, you know, I, I got to see her. So. Yeah, sorry if you done. It's not a big deal. Uh, <laughs> it's not a big deal. You know, uh, I used to call her personally. And know. then we're, we're gearing up to my absolute favorite thing. And um, it is, of course, the reminiscence of the listening booth where they're listening to Nina Simone. She is talking. They're, they're talking this time. Um, and she's you know, doing her Nina Simone impression. She's talking about what it was like to see her and, you know, what she does sort of on stage, you know, breaking from the song and talking to people and going back and keeping, you know, playing. Mm. And I really like Julie Delpy in this, but it's also, you know, it's so intimate and it's, it's so romantic. This, especially when we cut from, hawk to delphi and back again back and right forth, yeah. yeah it it and they are you know fucking 10 feet from each other and right? and and i love the the look on ethan hawk's face is he's just so 
enamored. Right. He's, I mean, he is completely full of joy. Yeah. And he is completely in love with this woman. And again, it's, it's, it's almost like it had the feeling of like a love scene. Mm -hmm. But of course, without, you know, the literal intimacy, but there, but there is intimacy here, but it's the juxtaposition with them being, you know, on the opposite sides of the room. Mm-hmm. Right. But still maintaining that feel right and that tone. Yeah. Um, it's brilliant. I am, I'm in love with this ending. Yeah. And then we get, in my opinion, I, I was, I was a little like, that's how they end it. But the, but then I was like, that's how they end it. Yeah. Um, I just, I love, I love those last two lines, baby, you're going to miss your flight. I know. Yeah. And, the and it fade it, to black and the fade is great. Yeah. I do like the fade of her still dancing. Right, still doing her Nina thing, and, and it's great. Yeah, man. I again, I see why you like this one. It's my more. favorite one. Um, hmm? It's my favorite one. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. Really, uh, as soon as it was over, I looked at Ashley and I was like, "Yeah, I, I see why Jeremy likes this one more." You'll be a little disappointed in my wife. So she wasn't really watching the movie with me. That's fine. She never does. Well, because uh, she was gonna, she was working on like her. You know, we have lists of movies that we want to get, and, and you know. And, well, I don't know if you do. I do. I have, like, no, oh, I yeah. have multiple lists of movies that I need to get. Yeah. Um, she was working on her list of books. And I'm, when she does that or if she's reading, I usually put headphones on. So I was like, yeah, do you want me to put my headphones on? She's like, no, I won't really be paying attention. I was like, cool. And she was like, plus I'm not even reading. I was like, cool. Not a big deal. Well, about when I realized I was halfway through the movie, she, she kind of turns her head at me and she goes, wait, are they just talking? I was like... <laughs> Yeah, that's that's, the all, whole, that's all they're that's doing. The whole movie. And she was like, "That's it." I was like, "Yes." It's like it's very simple, but it's genius. Yeah, that yeah, they're just walking and talking, but it's it's so genius. It's the way they're walking and talking. And but then she kind of tuned it out after that. But but yeah, <laughs> did she watch Sunset Limited with you? Do you remember that was a long time ago? No. Uh, I think she had gone to bed for that night. Oh man, she, man! Shout out to our season two, uh, end of season series. Yeah. Fuck, that seems like forever ago, too. It was. Um, yeah. I and that's a movie I really need to comp. Uh, since I limited. Anyway. No, that's right. Um, so, Jeremy, are you yes, ready sir. to wrap up, wrap up, wrap up? I am. I think we did a lot better this time. We for sure did. Yeah, I think we did better this time. I need to put that when I when I do the things on Facebook on Tuesday, I'm just going to put in parentheses, this one's better. <laughs> well, and I, well, and I think it's because um, there wasn't that much to talk about with before sunrise like yes we could have talked about and gone probably way too into detail about the actual conversations maybe i would have had to remember having. them first but uh-huh. i would have had to remember most of them first but same and then you know it's sort of, it's the thing that i missed in my one semester of grad school um and i talked about that a little bit in our um, single man episode uh, where <laughs> i forgot to mention and describe Mm-hmm. the mid-century modern like what it meant like i didn't even i didn't even open the paper that way i could have gotten so many more pages out of that but instead i just forgot so i think we could have gotten we we could have gotten more but we could have gotten into detail last time about like you know more of the style where it came from we could have gone you know we could have done a history lesson i guess but i but i think what it is is i think I mean, yeah, that that episode. Is, I mean, it's not our shortest episode. No, but I think the reason why that one—that's our one that's full of more nonsense. I think 
I, I, yeah, that one, you know, I've been saying more and more how I wonder what would happen if we had actually made a, like a stream of consciousness podcast yeah. where we just talked kind of about whatever. I think that's the closest to it. Probably. Uh, but I think it's also because before sunrise, we're just getting to know these people. Yeah. So there isn't a lot for us to talk about apart from what we're actually seeing as we're with this one. There's more to talk about because we're catching up with these people I th- while it's, they're catching up. It's one of my favorite things in sequels, right? Uh-huh. I don't like every sequel. No one does. But the good yeah. ones, that's you know, that's the thing I look forward to the most is, you know, getting to see these people again. Right? Yeah. And I'm also just this is just a, a thing that I love, is reintroductions of characters in sequels, right? Like mm. the first time you see them again. Like how how do they how does the filmmaker present them again? I really like that stuff. Um, yeah, as where you know, um, you know, even though we love these movies, Lord of the Rings movies, technically, yeah, they're sequels, but it's one cohesive story. Yeah. So yeah, we're seeing these people again, but it's continuing, literally continuing what happened in the last movie. You might as well have cut it off mid sentence and then come back and he finishes. The well, they sentence. cut it off mid sentence. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it's the Sopranos. Like they could have done that, I guess. Yeah. Yes, like the ending of the Sopranos. <laughs> uh, they kill him. They kill him. I'm just going to say it right now. They killed Tony Soprano at the end of the Sopranos. That's those, my theory. Those. They got him. Those bastards. Yep. But it's okay because his son is now carrying the torch. Kind I'm of. Doubtful he was there too. Anyway. Uh, no, I mean like James Gandolfini's son oh, is literally. His actual son. Is literally carrying the torch now. Yes, that is that is also correct. Uh, anyway, um, so you liked this one? I did. I really like this one, yeah. uh, and I'm I'm super excited to see yeah. um, how how this all ends. Roger Ebert gave this a a half star more than the other one, so it was three stars for the first one. This one's three and a half. What about the last one? I don't know. I don't know. Do you want me to look at it right now? Nah, it's fine. Okay, cool. We'll, well, I mean, we'll go. We'll, yeah, we'll we'll get to it. I don't think so. I bet you he was still alive then. I bet you. 2013? Right. Right. Ooh, he died in 13, so maybe not. Yeah, and he was probably... I'll check. Because... Yeah. Well, or his team, probably. I yeah. don't trust those, but he... Uh, it takes place... These all take place nine years apart. They come out ten years. Because this one came out in 2004, but... It really? takes place in... in 2003. Which 2002. Because it was 94 to 2003. Oh, right. right. And then the I, next, I think I did that last week, too. And the next one's 2012, but I think it came out in 2013. But they all take place nine years apart. Yeah. Um, and something interesting, and of course you mentioned it last week, uh, is uh, Linklater started Boyhood around this time. Yeah. So e- e- Ethan Hawke and him technically worked on three movies together, Boyhood, Before Sunset, and Before Midnight. Yeah. All at, the same All at the same time. And I'm God sure damn. he did others in between there no. that Pac was into. Cause no, uh, no, not before. Not uh, Predestination, because that's... That's somebody else. That was like 16. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, man, I can't wait to see um, how we, we're going to close out this season and this end of season series. Uh, would you like to give people teas for the bonus episode? Yes, I will. Um... And I'm working on it. Even though we're probably going to give them another tease next week. Of course. But um, for those of you a who, tease for a tease. Uh, the, for those of you who bounce around. 
yeah. yes. So um, for a bonus episode after the season finale, we are going to do one more, and it's gonna we're going to discuss movies we hate. Kind of reminiscent of. Uh, it is kind of like movies, movies that are bad, but we like anyway. Yeah. Right? But these are genuine... I, I yeah. yeah. These are ones I hate. Yeah. Um, are we going to do multiple or are we just going to pick we'll one? We'll do multiple because I okay, don't want to just... I don't want to just shit on just one movie. You know? <laughs> I don't want to do that. And I can guarantee you probably are some of them I made you watch. No. No. Not so far. Not even Wes Anderson? No. I have two so far. And no. You didn't make me watch those. Wes Anderson's I don't hate. I just don't, just don't like. I don't like them. You know what I mean? Like, no. I, I see value in those. I, There's zero value. I don't know what they're talking about. I, I asked Ashley if uh, how much you would be mad at me if I made you do the French Dispatch. She's like... I think I might. Like, she was like, you'll probably quit the podcast. Yeah, or kill myself. Or like, <laughs> on live TV, yeah. On um, live TV. Yeah. Because we just watched Smiling Friends. Yeah, yeah. I'll kill myself on live TV. All right. If well, you do we're going to end up there. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, everyone. Well, uh, we hope you enjoyed catching uh, back up with us uh, for Before Sunset. Um, we will see you next week for our part three uh, finale of the end of season series and finale of season six before midnight. Let me sing you a waltz Out of nowhere, out of my thoughts Let me sing you a waltz About this one night stand You were for me that night Everything I always dreamt of in life but now you're gone You are far gone All the way to your island of rain It was for you just a one-night thing But you were much more to me Just so you know I don't care what they say I know what you meant for me that day I just want another try I just want another night Even if it doesn't seem quite right You meant for me much more than anyone Let me sing you a waltz out 